This episode is sponsored by Joe Hills, a.k.a. Times Square, the creator of the webcomic jackofallblades.com. Also, John Maz, the cartoonist at neptunecircle.com. Thanks, guys. Prepare to attack the enemy's control points. Get behind me, Doctor! I am fully charged! <laughs> you are listening to Control Point, a Team Fortress 2 podcast. With Brent Copeland, Eric Fullerton, Wes Wilson, and Spencer Williams. Control Point, episode 96, recorded on November 22nd, 2009. I am Brian Copla. I am Wes Wilson. And I am Arlique Billardon. I'm Spencer Williams, and I hate French people. Zotolo, I have missed one. <laughs> that was Dr. Doofenshmirtz. No, that was yeah. uh, the cook from The Little Mermaid. Oh, okay. Who sounds awesome who's, song. Who basically sounds like Dr. So, uh, welcome to another episode of the Disney Musicals uh, podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Woo, we're here. <laughs> Prince Ali, glorious he, Ali Ababwa. <laughs> Wow, what a show oh we have today. Gosh. What do we have today? Anything <laughs> good? <laughs> We've got a briefcase. Yep. And in this briefcase... Anything smelly? Hinge one, go. Hinge two, go. We've got our sponsor, LowPings.net, in here. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. They, they fit in there? And apparently they're doing... they're amazing servers were too big to fit in a briefcase. Well, that's they've got their new micro technology that only we oh, okay. are allowed to uh, look at at this point, and it looks really good. <laughs> nice. And if you, ping. if you get anything like this, uh, this stuff on the real live servers, then uh, you're set to be having a incredible gaming experience, mm-hmm. and it will make you talk like a Frenchman. Lopings. <laughs> so go get one. Lopings.net. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> and that's all we had in the briefcase today. That's it. It's just low pings. Wow. We're running we out of material, aren't stuff we? We're going to talk about, right? I mean, let's see here. I'm, I'm sure we got something to talk I about. I bet. I, I'm willing to bet we're going to talk about status. We're going to talk about Johnny's state of the server. I bet we're going to have on the loudspeaker listener contributions, a Fritz question of the week. Rapid fire questions, a player of the week, surveillance shout outs, and then a pimpage and an outro. That's what I'm and willing then, to bet. I, we have a very special surprise at the end of this show. Um, Wes is going to be shot. I am. Cool. Oh, yeah. and CPCon 3. Who could forget that? That's cool. not, I don't see that anywhere in this document. It's in here now. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we've got something here for you. It's a little magical. Magical, like I said. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Keep it clean, people. Oh, sorry. It's in French. It doesn't matter. All right. So, uh, um, <laughs> apparently, French people can be dirty all the time. <laughs> so, this uh, Friday, I played some, some Friday Night Fun. Uh, we did some hoodoo. We did uh, some push the cart, some control point maps, and some CTF. We we're kind of hitting all the all the different game modes. We didn't get to any. Uh, uh, let's see, payload races. Man, I totally would have went for that. 
Um, let's see. What else? I would have liked that. That would have been cool. Remember that one time at band camp when we played a payload race map? You know, I haven't I haven't played those in a long time. Uh, let's see. It's because they're not fun. I mean, let's be honest; they're just not fun. Yeah. You know what else is not fun? What? Unlocking two individual weapons. Tell us about that, Eric. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. Uh, this Friday, <laughs> I kept getting unlocks for uh, medic weapons. It's over and over. It was just dumb. The same, the same weapon over and over again? Uh, no, actually different ones. Oh. I mean, it would have been okay, you know, if I didn't have that stuff. But And it's always for the medic. It's just bizarre. I'm waiting for my pyro beanie. Um, I just want just any hat. Any, I, I still don't have any hats. Really? Do you what have a hat? Yeah, I have the well, gibbous. Okay, well, I mean, I got the hats you can earn. You know, I got the cheater hat. You got that. I got the cheater hat, and I got the and I got the. Do you mean the hat that you got for not cheating? Yeah, I, I was not. I did not chat. <laughs> and then and then I got the uh, and then I got the 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 hat the TF two uh, Left for Dead two hat. Oh, Bill's hat. The Bill's Bill, hat. Bill's yeah. little hat. Nice. I don't yeah. have that one. Yeah, I've got one hat. What do you have? I have the halo because I didn't cheat like those other dirty <laughs> cheaters. <laughs> We're not supposed to call them cheaters, remember? Oh, they chatters. Get, they get all mad. We're okay. not supposed to call the people that cheated cheaters? Yes. <laughs> oh. Are we supposed to call them... How do you say cheaters in French? Because then it doesn't matter, right? Cheaters! Cheaters! And crackers! So many people just, like, rage quit our podcast. <laughs> Pretty much. Especially if they were French. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Are we oh, done yet? Oh, man. So what else did you do, Eric? Uh, let's see. What else did I do? Oh, You've yeah, been playing I, a lot of one class, haven't you? I have Your been. Your LPC? Yes, I have been. What is that class? Brent is king of the Segway. Um... <laughs> I mean, he can get on that Segway and go, like, so fast. Uh, uh, no, we played, uh, I played a lot of LPC, which is my demo man. And uh, I got to say, it's pretty fun. I mean, you know, it's been a while since I've been lobbing grenades and stuff around corners. But uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, this is the second time that I really got, uh, you, you know, a lot of demo man play. Like, you know, playing it for, like, over an, an You get hour. a lot of play as the demo man. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh la la. <laughs> Zotalo. <laughs> Someone didn't miss one. <laughs> uh, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, oh, yeah. So let me ask you this. Playing a demo man, not having really played him much when he had full access to full pipage, do you notice, yeah. like, I do, do you, like, sit there and go, man, I don't have enough ammo? Yeah. Over and over. <laughs> because, you know, I hadn't really played it since... Well, I mean, I guess I did a little bit, but, you know, this is my LPC, and it has probably eight hours, maybe, of, of playtime on that class. Um. And uh, so, yeah, I did notice that. It's like, one, two, three, four, reload. One, two, three, four, reload. Uh, it's kind of sucky. But, oh well. Ding, ding, That's ding, why I play ding, heavy. Ding, Never, ding. No, no reloading. Yeah. Um, but uh, I did play a little heavy as well. Um, and, um, you know, I was trying to play other, other stuff other than, than Pyro and NG for my, my NPCs. Uh, right now, see, that's the see. problem with acronyms. You get them confused. Even when you made them up yourself, LP. yeah. You start saying LPC, MPC. It was my MP. I mean, LP, I mean, I mean QPC, which is uh, what I have just made up. It is my quantum played class. Nice. I like that one. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Anybody else? Well, did you not see something on Twitter? You oh were yeah, telling me about that earlier. <laughs> That's right, Segway man over here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, after I actually uh, was wrapping things up, I, you know, usually when I stop playing TF2, it's because something technically went wrong, okay. and then I'm like, ah, forget this, and I start doing something else. 
I think it was something that had to do with, maybe with my sound. I don't remember. But uh, but anyway, so after I got off, I was looking at Twitter and I saw uh, Boris JCP said, church theme on CP1, lots of fun. So get on up. <laughs> get on up. <laughs> get on up. Yeah, and I was like, man, I totally missed out on that. I was going to be like Reverend Nailhead or something. But oh well. So that was it. I actually did not play any TF2 this week. Congratulations. Is I it have been, uh, because your video card was messed up? No, that happened today. Uh, I've been playing Dragon Age, and Dragon Age killed my video card. I heard. And then uh, I've been playing Modern Warfare, because I want to play Modern Warfare 2, and I never played Modern Warfare 1, so I've been playing that. I've been playing um, Left 4 Dead 2. Sweet. Poking around with that a little bit. I still haven't dug into it heavy. I've played one versus match, and I've... Uh, I finished one campaign, but I died in the last like two minutes. <laughs> the last like you minute. know, I, I I um, I'm I'm I don't even want to do verses yet. I want to do all the campaigns like run through them. Let's do them together. I have first. not. I don't know them yet. Let's let's me and you. Let's play. Let's be. Because I'm left for I'm doing dead them buddies. with uh, with my friend Eric. Not not um not my other friend Eric. I know. In, you know who I'm talking about. Yes, Eric, Eric. Cote Root Rootbender. Yeah. Um and uh, we did the first one and I really enjoyed it. See, and this is what's going to happen now that you you're, you're trying to get this like, hey, let's do this two weeks from now. You know what we should do is the two of us get together <laughs> and do, and then you won't have like played them because while well, I was waiting for Spencer and well, that's just it. I w- I've been trying to play the demo with Clyde Frog for a while now, but we keep like he'll be busy and then I'll be busy and then he'll be busy and then I'll be busy. You know, but well, here's but, what's going to happen because me and Eric are going to get together and we're going to want to play and I'm going to try and call you. Yeah. And if you're not there, I'm just going to play anyway. Okay. So. Well, here's the thing. Are you guys going to play like early, like seven o'clock? Or are you going to play later? Like after I get my kids to bed? Usually later. Okay, good. Um, but probably not until next uh, and, and probably not this week and probably not till next weekend. So. Oh, well, that's a really long time. Why are you going to yeah. do that? Because I got to go to Huntsville for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whoa. whoa. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Well, cool, cool. Cuckoo. Cool, man. Now that we got that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> I think we pretty much got everybody else's status out of the way. I mean, let's just I, I, I just want to say I haven't been playing a lot lately. I, since I've been back on the show, I've been trying to play um, more frequently, like at least once, once or twice a week. But I have a um, really, really vexing computer problem. I have a random reboot issue. And uh, it's really killing any enjoyment I have of any game whatsoever. And while I, I have started to decouple in my head the idea of fun from the idea of, of enjoying a game, I am having no fun and I am not enjoying games because I'm always afraid it's going to reboot. And so, and yeah. fear is the mind killer. Mm. Double yeah. whammy. It, it just reboots on itself or it just dies, like goes it to sleep? It, it's, like, it's like there's a power malfunction is what it's like. Okay. Mm. Yeah. You see, you know, I had that a similar problem, but mine just went to sleep. Um, and it's not just games. I just had a question in the in the chat room. It's not just games. It's it, I could I could be surfing the web. Um, I could be not even on the computer it will reboot, or I could be in the middle of like something really heavy on the computer, like say Modern Warfare Two, and it will reboot. So it doesn't seem to matter what I'm doing. I've replaced the motherboard five times now. I have uh, gotten a new power supply. I've checked the memory. I, I've done everything I can think to do, and it's it's uh, not working. 
So if anyone wants Brand to buy a computer that randomly reboots, it is now for sale. <laughs> Sold. Cool. All right. Yeah. I'm sure you'll get a lot of uh, responses from that. That's one. weird, just because it sounds like you've rebuilt the computer. <laughs> like it's like I have. Just has a ghost in the machine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that is one computer for sale. Its twisted frame is haunted by the spirit of Kinect, uh the greater demon of hopelessness. So uh, yeah, just so you know. But it's still under warranty. So well, steeped in lore. Well, well speaking yeah. of Ghost in the Machine and machines in general, we got a little something from Johnny. What's the state of the server? What's the state of the server? What's the state of the server with Johnny Napalm? Greetings, CP community. It's your friendly neighborhood server admin, Johnny Napalm, here with this week's state of the servers for the week leading up to episode 96. A couple of changes in the rotation, finally. Uh, CTF Royal has been replaced by CTF Harp B1, which is a pretty popular map. A lot of people like it, and it's cool looking. Uh, it is kind of a weird game mechanic from your typical CTF. You're taking the intel to the enemy, so to speak. Um, those of you who played it know what I'm talking about. And those of you that haven't, uh, you should check it out. Uh, also, we replaced CT, or CP Castle 4 in the rotation uh, with CP Glacier RC5, since it's a pretty map. That's a three-point attack-defend, uh, really cool-looking, uh, snowy, alpine type of theme. Very neat, and uh, kind of a, an interesting cavern, uh, kind of cavernous area around the final point. So it's, it's a pretty cool map, and uh, seems to play pretty well the few times I've played it, so I figured I'd throw it in there. Uh, the only other change we made was that the max rounds for King of the Hill maps has been set to three for all of them. Uh, let me know if that's working out for people. Uh, I think uh, you know unlimited or five or whatever it was by default was just too much, and, and uh, I think two is too little for some of these pretty cool King of the Hill maps. So, uh, so that's how it's set. Let me know what your feedback is on that at uh, deadworkers.com/community in the uh, map rotation thread in the CP forums. All right, that's it. Get out there and play. That's good trip. That's the state of the server with Johnny Napalm. So he mentioned uh, Castle, and it occurred to me we totally should have played that on Medieval Night. <laughs> totally missed out on that one. That's yeah, a good point. That would have been a good call. Yeah. Well, we'll have to do another Medieval Night and play Castle. Yeah. Art. Yeah. <laughs> Avast. Oh wait, no, that's the pirate ship. Yeah, it is. All right. Um, on the loudspeaker. <clears throat> on the loudspeaker. News and discussions. He so did that with a paper cup, didn't he? Totally. Uh, so this is this is kind of neat. Um, uh, since TF2 was released two years ago, there have been ninety-seven updates for the game. Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven updates. Ninety-seven <laughs> updates. That's a crap load of updates. <laughs> that is roughly one a week. That's off the hook crazy. <laughs> it's uh, one a week, just like the release schedule of this podcast. So it's safe to say that Valve is as committed to updating TF2 as we are uh, uh, to podcasting about it. They're one update ahead of our podcast. That's true. Actually, uh, since we did... Uh, 51.1 and 94.6. We're ahead of them. Yes. <laughs> That's off so the hook cool. crazy. That's, uh, but we got to keep our numbers in order because we do have a date in mind for 100, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, December 30, uh, 30th. No. 2027, if I remember correctly. If you want a cool little uh, schnazzy um, uh, little countdown clock, 
Try going to deadworkers.com slash 100. Sweet. And there's your countdown. There's nothing hidden on that page, is no, there? No, nothing at all. Okay. So don't go looking. I just wanted to make sure. I don't want to get people like banned from the uh, server from trying to look at stuff. Yeah. 44 days, page. 10 hours, 0 minutes, and 19 seconds. Nice. Now, but that is for when it's going to be released on the feed. Yep. Now, I, I hear that there's a way that people, if they want to can hear it early. No way. Tell us more, Brent. I I do believe <laughs> it's uh, CPCon 3 this year, which will be happening over the New Year's Eve weekend, that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We will be playing it live for people yeah. there. So they will get to hear it first and comment and probably see a poster, too, about it. So anybody have any questions about CPCon 3? When is it? It is December 31st through January 3rd. Who can come? Everybody and anybody. Will it be any good? It'll be off the chain, hook, chisel, nachos. (laughs) (laughs) Are are pants allowed? No. Unfortunately, we got to keep the lag down. So no pants. There is swag. Will there be a special musical guest? There will be. Ash Williams from, uh, what? what's that band? Don whoa, 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 whoa. He said special. Oh, well. <laughs> well, he yeah, is like, special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like short bus special? <laughs> yes. He will play, be playing a full set uh, the second night. Uh, the first night we'll be doing open mic night, of course, and also celebrating New Year's Eve. Yeah. The third night we will be doing a rock band two competition, uh, and then you know the final night's more of a uh, let's let's eat uh, cookout and say goodbye and do a little podcasting and stuff like that. There will be board games, computer games, and all that kind of fun there as well. So I hope everybody. We just got a last minute, or uh, really not last minute, early minute. <laughs> uh, someone I just saw that Icons coming. Icon. So that's awesome. He was at the uh, first one. Yeah. So. Yeah. John Maz is coming too, and he was at the first one. That's right. This will be off the chain. Yeah. Joe Hills. Like off the off the hizzity. Uh, speaking of uh, open mic night is being sponsored by Times Squared and JackOfAllBlades.com. So I thought that was really cool of them. Yeah. Yeah. I am probably running live action Wiz War. Yes. I keep That's bugging him about that. I'm yeah. like, are you going to run it? Because I want to play it. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably playing. I'm, I'm going to run live action Wiz War. And um, what else were you trying to get me to do? Uh, maybe else. if you want to do like Machinima Night kind of thing or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Might Thought do that. would be fun. Yeah. And I think, uh, uh, Spencer, are you running a D&D game? Did, did I see that on the forums? Um, I I don't know. There, there was some question about whether or not anyone wanted to do it. And there was some question about whether it was going to be. 3.5 or 4th. If it's 3.5, I have no interest in it. Should and, we do one uh, of those first edition kill everybody adventures? You know what? I think we should, if only because I my, my I don't really think I want to do D&D because my time is going to be limited there, and that's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. But, you know, they, they sometimes have these tournaments. Uh, what are they called? Oh, I can't remember. But basically, it's all first edition D&D, and, the, and your goal is to be the last person left alive. <laughs> and it's all just incessant trap and spew and death and horror. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. You know, when I think fun, I think that. <laughs> yeah, I think it would definitely have to be something kind of laid back and maybe even some rules change, like battle, somehow figure out how to do the battle in like some super quick way. Because yeah. 4th edition yeah. battles take forever. That's the game. You've been playing 4th edition D&D, haven't you? Yeah, quite a bit. And those battles take forever. God, yeah. I wish I lived in Huntsville. I do, too. We all do. Oh, yeah. By the way, just to clear it up, this is in Huntsville, Alabama. 
Yes. Uh, Do not go to Birmingham. <laughs> it is not in Birmingham. Yeah, and Huntsville, uh, for your um, information, is uh, North Alabama. It's right on the tip, right on the border of Tennessee. And yeah. It's where the reservoir would go. <laughs> yeah, and, and there are people driving in and picking up people from Nashville, I think, but you'll have to work that out on the forums if you know some of these folks. Like, don't just think you're getting a ride because you fly into Nashville. <laughs> right. We we don't have a bus going that way. But it is pretty pretty close. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, if we get, I'll tell you what. If we get $56,000 in donations this week, <laughs> we will buy a bus and we will drive and pick people up. No, I'll, I'll promise sure. that right now. No, we won't. We will have a champagne walrus party. Well, you know, that's not actually a bad <laughs> idea if, uh, if, if there was a group of people coming from Nashville that needed a bus. I mean, we can always... That's it. You know, you get 80 bucks and we'll rent a bus for two days and not a bus, but a big van to go yeah. up and get that group and drive something like that. But anyway, we'll figure that out on the forums at deadworkers.com slash community. It's a big sticky highlighted thing. And there's a place on the uh, website as well that you can go see more about the registration. We are, we are urging everybody to register as soon as possible because we're trying to fill out these like swag bags as, as much as we can. And some of the stuff we're trying to get uh, requires a head count. Uh, so get, even if you know you, there's a couple pricing plans, really it's just for more swag. Uh, if you just come in and you don't want to pay any extra, there's a meal that's like six bucks. But even if you, you know can't what, I'm pay. Gonna put, I'm going to donate to the swag bag. What? I'm going to put M&M's, like a single M&M in every bag. Awesome. Wow, generous. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, just go there, register. Even if you can't pay with credit card, just uh, send an email and say you'll pay with cash when you get here. Uh, that way we count you. And yep. That's probably It's going to be good times, except, of course, Wes will be there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think that's good. I'm here. I'm to, happy. You'll be I am here. the bearer of no fun. <laughs> when when he told me today that the only limiting factor was going to be family and not job, I was very, very happy. Yes. I'm kind of the same way. I may have limiting family factors as well, but they will, I will be, be sick of you by then. I guarantee it. What? They will be sick of you by then. I guarantee it. I'm going to try and bring like my, my sister along and uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe my niece, she would have fun. So we'll see. Sweet. Hey, Spencer, you want to talk about Secret Santa? Yeah, we're having, um, for the second time, we are having CP Secret Santa. Um, and anyone who is a member of the uh, CP community in good standing can participate. And, and basically what it is, is um, everybody that wants in, they post to this thread that we'll have in the show notes. It's a, a forum thread. And then they send me an email address. And I will send everybody one person and you will buy that person a steam gift so uh, you're gonna send me that person or less what you're gonna send me that person into my house and then i'm gonna give them the gift there yes everybody is going to brent's house for this um no i'm gonna send you an email or uh, no i'm sorry i'm gonna send you a uh, uh private message on Telegram. The, the forums so and it worked really well last year. Last year we had 37 people, and it went really well. Everybody got a gift. I found out that maybe at least one person got a gift that he couldn't use because he was bought a gift that was uh, not available in Europe. So that's kind of lame. So I may actually divide things up by region. So Europe people will buy things for Europe people, and American people will buy things for American people. But we'll see how that goes. So. 
Um, and it should be really fun. I'm, we've got, uh, I think, 29 people, maybe 30 people signed up so far. And I do not have the date in front of me. I think the deadline for entering in is December the 12th, somewhere right around then. And on December the 20th, I will send out names. And you have 10 days you have through the new year, essentially, to buy the gift. And um, the reason that we are giving it that long is last year, right after Christmas, there was a huge Steam sale. You guys remember that? Yes. Yeah, like tw- it was like 20 to 50% off the entire catalog. Yeah, um, and so- the funny thing was, the week before Secret Santa last year, Stalker went on sale for 5 bucks, and like everybody got that, <laughs> like half the people got Stalker. <laughs> so if we that. wait one extra week when like 20 things are on sale, at least we'll get a nice you know, bell curve of gifts. Yeah. So you have those 10 days. You can buy a gift anytime within those 10 days. Um, and, and that's pretty much all there is to it there. And I encourage everyone to go participate. Should be a lot of fun. Excellent. Very cool. I signed up this year. Yeah. So far, three of the hosts are signed up. Guess which one did not. You. The guy yawning. (sighs) Yeah. It was Wes. Wes. I'm sorry. What? What? (laughs) Huh? Wes, like, he's all complaining, like, uh, the gift I got last year, I only played, like, three times. And I'm like, you know what I got last year? Eric, do you remember what I got last year? Um, a rock? No. I got a rock. What? Eric bought me eye fluid. That was me who bought you something. That's yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta say, that game is awful. So. Yeah. It's funny. Um, I, I think, I guess I bought it for myself, too, and I didn't get very far in it I, the, the, <laughs> the neat thing about that game is that it um it supports the um the physics chip um you know on, on board like on your nvidia yeah. or on your um uh, phys x card if you if anybody still has one of those but uh but other than that it had some cool jungle soundtrack and that was about it it was kind of boring <laughs> <laughs> i played a little bit of it so yeah, yeah it's one of our one, one of our, thing to remember about secret santa is that it's not about the gift that you get, it's about the gift that you give. So this is, it's about the giving, the getting is just sort of a bonus as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Well, then cool. why don't we just have everybody send me gifts? If it's all about the giving, <laughs> I am A-OK with everybody just buying me a Christmas present. All right, good idea. I okay. am, everybody that participates in um, Secret Santa is going to buy a drop of lemon juice that I'm going to pour into a paper cut on Wes's tongue. <laughs> How about this? We'll just do that next year, and we'll talk about it on next year's episode. We'll more update on the gift gift to West Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so, what else we got? Well, uh, it is time for a little musical break. What? 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 This is exciting. We're gonna break. Yes, for Sabri- music. Sabrina, soon to be my wife, made a sweet Lady Gaga parody of Bad Romance titled "Spy Romance." She wrote it and sang it, and I produced it. You can download this song and uh, or from the show notes and see the music video on YouTube, and you can listen to it right now. Don't tell my blue scout, don't want him to see. When you're not backstabbing, you'll be home with me. I want your love. Love, 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 I want your love. I want you sapping me, I'm at your command. With your backbiters, Billy, cock in my hand. 
terrible oh my gosh how could you even think about doing that Ooh la la <laughs> that was um that was pure amazing wrapped up in a bouquet of awesome <laughs> that was sweet yeah 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 so you can see that on uh, youtube so and, and people video. were asking are are, are y'all gonna dress up like the uh, scouts mom and spy for uh, your wedding i think that would be an excellent idea and uh, are y'all I'm putting it in a spot here. Y'all getting married at uh, CBCon 3? I don't know. We're still talking about it. That's right. Really? Yeah, we're we're trying to find somebody who can actually get us married. We have a friend who can, I can do it. Man, I can get somebody there. Really? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sure we can find somebody who can marry <laughs> oh, okay. you. Okay. Oh, man, I should have asked you then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I have to say, I like the idea of you guys getting married at CBCon and all that, but... I, I have to say, nothing says um, this marriage isn't going to last like the person like the groom wearing a mask (laughs) (laughs) yeah that almost rhymed well you could be the uh, scout's mom then me no no eric oh me (laughs) yeah (laughs) sabrina can dress up like this no that would be funny sweet we'll do it just an idea i bet you'd look good in a nice little blue dress there buddy little blue blue. (laughs) i have to say this this whole arrangement sounds better and better yeah, I'm all for it. Cool. That'll well, be excitement. Uh, 
44 I days. y'all are listening pretty well then. 44 days, 9 hours, 43 minutes, 35 seconds. And counting. <laughs> and if you're listening, then that means it's time for listener contributions. Wait. There's no... I, I guess I'm not supposed to play something for that. Listener I'm, contributions. Listener contributions. Hey, yeah. yes. Listener contributions. And we're going to play them, whether they're any good or not, and they're probably not. But we're going to play them anyway because we love everybody that contributes to us. We love everybody that I can't shut up. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Listener <laughs> contributions! <laughs> da da da! Ba ba. That was good. Okay, you can stop now. Ooh ra ra. <laughs> this first one here is from Smiley. Smiley says. Smiley. Wondering what you guys thought Valve would do for the game after all classes are updated. Hmm. I'm thinking. Automobiles? They're yes. going to release Team Fortress 3 and everyone's going to complain that it's coming out too soon. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking um yellow and green teams. Really? That's what I'm thinking. I would like to see a quad map like that. Yeah. That'd be it'd be something really interesting just the dynamics and I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm wondering if that means <laughs> that's the end of their updating madness. Like if they're just fixing bugs and no. doing little things or do you think they'll just say, "Okay, we had a good two years, and we've yeah. But you're on that kick. You're like thinking, oh, they sold the game for two dollars and fifty cents. That means that they're they're done with the game. And- well, that's what I, I. That's what they made it sound like on their post. Even though if if it was a joke, it totally went over my head. Um, <laughs> which mo- most jokes do, I guess. But uh, you know, I just don't know. Uh, maybe this is the end or something. Yeah, I, I just don't know what else they would do that would. Wouldn't ruin the game like two more colors. I think that would well, ruin let, the game. Let, let's be honest. Well, that's um, at the rate the updates are coming out, they're not going to get the last three out until late 2012. Yeah. So, <laughs> like I think what what Wes is talking about is like it, not every map would have four teams. It's like specialized maps. Like in Team Fortress One, they had maps that was like uh, four fort four. Okay. And it was basically four forts instead of two, and then you could go cap from any of the other fort back to your play. So you had this weird chemistry of these three teams guarding against, huh. you know, four teams or whatever, you know. Okay. But of course, then they yeah. grappled. Well, I too. think there are certain map. I think a, um, I think a payload race map with four teams would be fun. Yeah, I think yeah. it'd be fun to. Ha- well, that would basically be. <laughs> They have like two teams, but or have four teams, but then have two teams doing different tasks to stop the other two teams. But they're kind of working together. Yeah. Mm. Like maybe you have a control point map with uh, four points, but only two teams could mess with two points. So each team would have to get control of two points separately. Gotcha. Anyway, I think they're going to. Keep updating the classes is what I think they're going to do. I, I think they're going to cycle back around and say, okay, let's start adding more stuff to the classes we've already added stuff to. Mm. You know, I, still, I don't think there's any indication that one update is all we're going to get for each class. I'm still not against the, uh, the idea of a, some sort of a racing thing like Team Fortress Kart or something yeah. like that, you know? Yeah, I'd definitely love to see a spinoff like that. Yeah. Especially if they did it for like, you know, the DS or something, a different yeah. platform altogether. I mean, it's a good franchise. You know, Mario is a good franchise. And look how many they have. You know, Mario Tennis and soccer and all this crap. Oh, you know, my God. TF2 RPG. 
TF2. <laughs> TF2 Sports. Yeah. Tennis with two pyros, right? Do yeah. things like that. Yeah. I like billiards. Hey, I've got a uh, last second question here from the uh, TF2 Carnival Games. <laughs> oh, God. From the uh, chat room from uh, Ustreamer97444. Says, uh, why don't you guys get Xboxes and play TF2 on the Xbox? You know, I have um, I have an Xbox, and uh, Brent has an Xbox, and Eric has an Xbox, and Wes is a loser. But I have um, an Xbox right now. Sweet, it's not yours though. It is my company's. Yeah, that doesn't count. So anyway, I've actually <laughs> I considered, like, if I ever see Orange Box like super cheap, like I think it, I can get it like for eighteen bucks right now, and that's too much. Um, but if I could get it like super cheap, then I would definitely get it. You could probably get it fairly cheap on GameFly. I have played Team Fortress 2 on the PS3. I found the controls to be very difficult after playing keyboard and mouse controls. I find joy, uh, uh, game controls on for this game very difficult. Yeah, I, I've got to say, uh, Xbox 360, TF2 on it, you're a second class citizen. I hate to say it, but you're not going to get the maps. You're not going to yeah. get the updates for yep. so long that it's like, why why play it on there at all? Yep. And I hate to say that because, you know, maybe someone's not going to buy it and Valve doesn't make that money because of it. But that's not my problem, really. That's that's Valve and Xbox 360's problem. They need to work and the, on that. And the 360 really isn't the worst case. The PS3 is the worst yes. case because they've gotten no updates. But some of our more, um, some, of, some of our good, great community members are PS3 people so you know, so they're third it's class still a good game thing. yeah it's still a good game no matter if it if it is still- it is a good game and it's still worth playing it's just it's a different experience and i find the experience more rewarding on the pc as i do with almost all first person shooters yeah cool da, 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 da. wow from uh snooper six nacho super snick <laughs> snooper i can't say this super six nacho Hey, CP, for the few weeks I've known you guys, I've been wondering, how did you guys find out about Team Fortress 2? What was your first impression? Thanks. From Super 6 Nacho. Not from Snooper 6 Nacho. That's different. Um, I I think we've covered this on past episodes. I know that at least Brent and I followed Team Fortress back when it was a Quake mod, and um, we've just been excited about it forever. I, I don't really know about... I I found out about two when the uh, first trailer came out. When the promo trailer came out with the demo man swinging the dynamite sticks. Yeah. Um, that was an awesome trailer. Yes. And uh, that's when I found out about it and I got really excited. And then we were doing the WoW podcast and they were like, hey, <laughs> TF2 is coming out. We should do a podcast for it. We've even found a great name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think Wes's comment was a uh, podcast on a FPS. Yeah. Really? It'll never work. That'll last like uh, two months. Yeah. Yeah. And it hasn't It hasn't worked at all. I think we can all agree. <laughs> but yeah, same here, too. It was, it was totally that same trailer. You might have been the one to send it to me. I don't know. Probably not. I didn't like you very much back then. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, next question. Legion. There we go. CP says, new case fan is credit to team, and there's a link to it on YouTube. Yes, this is uh, pretty cool. Man, I wish I had one queued up for the video right here, but uh, this is uh, a new uh, case fan on the side of his computer. Um, It uh, says control point and little LED lights. I thought it was really snazzy. That's cool. (laughs) I, I need a new case fan. 
He's the one who sent in the robotic arm last time. Ooh. So he sends in some really cool stuff. So there's a link to that. Am I the only one that's amazed that people um, like us this much? Yes. No. No. Yes, no. I'm continually baffled. I don't understand. <laughs> Zotalo. Uh, the next one is from Leviathan CP. I am new to the CP community. I was wondering what is Valve's obsession with ICBM, intercontinental ballistic missiles? And almost every map, there is an ICBM in the spawn room past the glass, and they're always ready to fire. Why would you have a class-based combat in farms? Unless there was a nuclear missile involved. Yes. <laughs> I can't think of any reason at all. None. <laughs> well, so I think it goes back to the art style, right? It's kind of yeah. set in that kind of time when and kids are being taught to hide under their desks because there's going to be a nuclear cloud out the window at any moment. It's, it, and cover. It's very, um, it's very old Bond. Yeah, it's yeah. got a lot of that in it, and and there was all you know there was always that scene in the Bond movie where Bond gets, you know, is captured and is being taken through the the control room, and they see the big nuclear bomb getting you know get, getting ready to be launched, and it's ominous. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. And if you look carefully out the window, there's a stand up cardboard cow. Mm hmm. Yes. Yep. In, in every, every Bond single movie. Bond movie. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> Great minds. Great minds. Great minds think alike. We've and got, I know what uh, both of y'all would say if uh, a spy walked in the room right now. You know what that is? Zotalo! Dellboy Dylan again. Well, first I die from listening to too much CP. And then that cart came out of nowhere last week. So now I've pretty much spent an entire two weeks in spectator mode. Which sucks. But hopefully... This week will be different. Anyway, my question this week is, if you worked for Valve, what qualities do you think you could bring to the TF2 development team? Also, I'd like to say that I'm glad to see that Hemanena seems to be becoming a CP regular, because let's face it, up until now, CP has been pretty much a sausage fest. And it is nice to have a sprinkling of femininity in the podcast. But then again, I guess you do have Spencer. Well, that's it, and it looks like I've survived this week. I think not. Damn it. <laughs> oh dear, I've made quite a mess. We always do have Spencer. Yeah. Yeah, and if I worked for Valve, I would totally bring my femininity to uh, the experience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's basically asking us to talk about our resumes. What? Yeah. What? What? Uh, what would we bring to the development team for TF2? Well, Valve, I know you're uh, working on the whole MMO slant, and I play a lot of MMOs. So, uh... <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say we could bring the uh, the fact that we uh, podcast uh, an incredible. Um, incredibly terrible show, and we could yeah. be part of the team, I, you know? I would bring my ability to say random stuff. I think yeah, that, that would help. You do have that say, ability. I can say, you know, orange molasses, and there, boom, game idea. Right there, orange <laughs> molasses, NTF2. Well, I think, really, you know, they've been trying to keep this game alive. We've been trying to keep this podcast alive. It's very similar circumstances, and we figured out how to do it, and we can tell you how. Let's make love. Yeah, money. that's uh, three easy payments of forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking careers. You know, we need. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, right. so uh, I'm a good cheerleader. No, you're not. You guys um, go with build that map, make that class, yay! <laughs> Bob Dash 101 sent in. Hey, control point. I was listening to episode 95, and when I heard about the little kids that dressed up as TF2 characters, and Brent said something about his kids watching him play TF2, even though the game is rated M. My question is: Do you guys think that Team Fortress Two could have got a team rating instead of a mature rating? Thanks. Could it have? Yes. Yeah, it could have. They just had to but cut I, out the blood and the gibbs. I mean, I don't even think it really is deserving of M rating as it is. Well, the blood is it, right? Yeah, and the blood is totally like it's not even re- remotely realistic. I don't know. Remember when uh, Girlfriend TF Two came out? And she was playing it, and she was like, "Oh God! Oh, gross! Ugh!" Oh, that's right. You I remember about that? People yeah, that who... is the only instance of that I've heard of. Well, but that's I think just we're it. Desensitized. We are. We play first-person shooters all the time, and we play Left for Dead and decapitate things and do all kinds of gross things okay. on a regular basis with our digital you're, avatars. You're currently playing like Modern Warfare, the original. Mm-hmm. Would you, if you were a rating board agency, would you rate those the same? Uh, I actually would rate TF2 worse than Modern Warfare. I would say it is a more adult game than Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare does not appear to be as bloody or violent. Does it have snipers in it? Yes. See, I think that's where you draw the line. Well, see, there's not even bad language snipers in Snipers are where you need to... Where you zoom in on someone's head and then blow it off. Yeah, yeah. I just think that the whole rating system is, is crap, honestly. I, I, I think- don't... I don't think it's of any use to any parent that really knows anything about gaming. And I think that's it. I think that's the spot. I think parents need to step up and just play the game. Don't don't look at the ratings. Just play the game and then decide if you, you think your child can handle it. Because I think even with the ratings, I think some children can handle some things that others can't. Well, I, I think that ratings are a good rule of thumb. And then if your child really wants to play something that is not in the rating, then you go and you check it out. But it, as a general rule of thumb, you know, I don't, you know, I don't, why do I not want my kids to play this? Well, here we go. This one says it's for sexual situations. I'm not really comfortable with sex games, right. you know? <laughs> You're not French. <laughs> <laughs> but, but at the same time, I mean, I, I just think that, I know we're talking about ratings here and it's kind of lame, but I, I think that ratings in general are, are worthless. I really do. I think that as soon as you hear things like Oblivion getting retroactively rated M because of, you know, the ability to put in boobies in the game, you know, it just, and, 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 you know, why should be like that? I I can agree with you on some levels, but again, I think as a general rule, it's not perfect, but as a general, it's not useful at all is what I'm saying. I don't even think it's it's useful. I'll disagree. I I think that saying that, that team fortress two is anywhere near the same ballpark of, okay, not modern warfare. Let's say, Oh, Left for Dead. Uh, Left for Dead. Not even Left for Dead. Let's let's go further. Let's say, is it in the same ballpark as uh, Manhunt or Manhunt Two? I mean, you have games that depict very, very violent, violent stuff, like far worse than TF Two. But because the publishers can massage the rating boards, or you know, get it just bad enough, just good enough, so that it doesn't hit that AO rating. Which, let's face it, is not really a rating anymore. Um, it, it's just pointless. And I, I, I disagree. I think if you see a rated M game, you have no indication of whether or not it's worthwhile. And I'll give you another example. I have 
someone in um, CP Secret Santa right now, who last year he was involved and he got um, one of the Grand Theft Auto games and his parents would not let him play it. So he said, um, this year, could you put a note that says, uh, can you make sure that no one sends me a game like that? And I'm like, so what? Just no, no rated M games at all. He's like, no, not no rated M games, you know, just nothing that's excessively violent or has a whole lot of swearing or, or nudity in it. And you're talking about different things here because I, that's my point. Cause I, I don't think TF2 falls into that category. I mean, sure it's violent, but it's so cartoony that it's impossible to mistake for real violence. But I don't, I don't really necessarily think that mistaking it for real violence is necessarily all that important. I think that the, the dismemberment and the death and the explosions and the blood and the body parts, even as cartoony as they are, might be something you don't want to share with your kids. And it's something that needs to be monitored. I mean, I agree it needs to be monitored, but I think that the rating board is absolutely completely worthless in doing that. Again, you know, I think as a rule of thumb, you know, if if I if I see my child wants to play a mature game, I know I need to check it out. Whereas if it's an e game, then I'm pretty sure it's going to be okay, and I don't need to waste my time trying to police that. I guess what I'm saying is that the mature rating itself is pointless because there's such a wide variety of mature that it's it's pointless. And I'm not saying that there needs to be an even, you know, more strongly variated um rating. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that w- I think that we need to take a look at what makes a game mature versus what makes a game teen. I think that's that's the big thing that I'm talking about. I, I and I think Spencer saying here is anything in M that's mature should probably just be banned. And just we probably shouldn't play it at all. I am, that's a good I'm point. actually I think that video games in general are awful. <laughs> I don't think anyone should play them ever. <laughs> I, I I have had to, have to admit that I, my kids probably see way too much video game violence than most parents would be uh, comfortable with. I I really don't think uh, video game violence for a lot of it is that bad. I I I, I do I wouldn't let them like say see Vice City or or one of the uh, one of those because I think that's a completely different level. I think, I think there's is, a difference between an adult game and a mature game. And I yeah, don't think true. that we, we talk about that difference at all. So TF2 doesn't have bad language. It doesn't have um, you know, any nudity or sexual content or drug use or a lot of the other things that can make something rated M or even rated R. There is R scatology. <laughs> there's scatology in this podcast, and we're supposedly family friendly. <laughs> yeah, uh, we are poop. family friendly. <laughs> poop. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I think there should be uh, um, varying degrees of rated M, but I guess there already kind of is because they say why it's rated it, M. Here, here's my problem with the whole system: is that you rate something one way, it actually affects sales, yeah. uh, regardless of whether that rating is true or not. And so that's that's my issue with it. Is even though it may help in some instances, in some instances, a parent's going to say, "No, it's rated M. You're not buying it." You know, when maybe it shouldn't be. So now you have some publisher of some game who should be making more money, but they're not because of a rating system. Who's on this rating system? Who, you know what I mean? It's like. Well, I mean, even uh, going back to TF2, just real quick. Um, Wes, M means it cannot be, or in theory, cannot be bought or sold or cannot be bought by anyone 
17 or younger. Would you reasonably say that TF2 should not be played by your children until they're 17? No, but at the same time, I think that my level for violence and blood is higher than most people's. I, I, I just don't see anyone. I, I, I swear, I, it's, it's Looney Tunes. Almost, it's, it's really ridiculous violence. I don't see anyone ever being offended by it personally. But well, and and my thing is is the the people the ratings are really there for. I think are the people who don't even realize there are ratings on games, right? Like the parents whose kids are downstairs playing, you know, Vice City and and you know, Touch My Magic Boob and whatever games they have that no is clue. An, that isn't. And so, like, a rating doesn't even, like, why have a rating if, like, you know, eh, they're just oblivious to that? Is it just to keep them from buying it in in store? And I got to say, I have never played anything as filthy as the mouths of the kids that I've played Xbox 360 games. Oh, my God, no joke. (laughs) So, you know what? It's it's just a wasted system. Oh, I will never. If, I, yeah, my child will never have a headset. And <laughs> <laughs> you can play on your Wii, son. You may not. <laughs> so we got an MP3 here from the man with golden buns. Hello, CP hosts and fellow community members. This is I, the man with the golden buns, and I'm here to query or question you about the highly addictive, fun, first-person shooter game called Team Fortress 2. Now, I damn well hope that the engineer up is next. But, what do you think, if he will get one, his lunchbox item would be? For example, the Speedy Scout got Bonk NG soft drink, and the rather large heavy weapons guy got the sandwich. Personally, I think the engineer may get his cheap-looking brand of Blue Streak beer. That's all for this time, and look out for the future as I may be releasing more songs. Keep up the spiffing entertainment radio show, the man with the golden bun. So spiffing? Dramatic. Is it spiffing good? It's so dramatic. <laughs> oh my god. So uh lunchbox. What do we think that the lunchbox oh. item will be? I think it's gonna be a cup of Joe. I think he's a he's a coffee guy. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I think maybe a bag of pork rinds. Nice, nice. That's a good one. Thanks. Of course, you know he needs a sandwich so it can get sapped. That's true, that's true. Yeah, that's I was one. gonna say that, you know, but it's too late. They already gave the, the heavy a sandwich. Yeah, so. and he didn't really even need one, but oh. no. Well, maybe the uh, engineer will have the other half. And maybe if you combine them, you'll get like some super sandwich. Mega, mega, super duper. I think he'll have a miniature chief that he plays with during his lunch hour. Sweet. That one's for you. Best. Nice. Top 10. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, CP host. Wafflecopter here. Just had a couple of points I needed to make and a question. Number the one, one bullet from the heavy's minigun cost. $3,478.26. I'm going to round it off. He put some decimals there. I'm just going to ignore them. What would the Chief's Lunchbox unlock be? There, I sped it up a little bit for you. Nice. Um... Isn't that what we just answered? What's up with the Lunchbox question? I know, isn't that weird? The Chief's Lunchbox would probably be um, Indian uh, candy corn. 
Beef jerky, man. Buffalo Beef jerky. jerky. How? A peace yeah. pipe. It would be a peace pipe. He would smoke it, and the game would end. Nice. I go with that one. Next. <laughs> Fight the food. Twenty two says hi. Control point. I made a five minute Microsoft Paint drawing of the host of Control Point. This is a masterpiece crafted by one of the greatest artists of all times. Yours truly. And here's a link. Hey, all right. We have a link to a really astounding. Uh, yeah, this is pretty awesome. Yeah, look for this in the show notes too, because this is um, it's pretty uh, pretty bad. Uh, we're like little boxes, and I've got yeah. big nips. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> they're um, they're dinner plate sized. Yes. And Why it, does Eric have a uh, yellow and red mohawk? It's it's a headdress, <laughs> and he's got pink eye. Oh, he's got pink eye. Pink yes, eye, yeah. and, and I, Wes has a cane because he's old. Yes, and I'm wearing a Sparkle Motion shirt. Yes, and that's, I'm wearing a Wes's Wrong shirt, which <laughs> I really need to get one of those made before CPCon. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, oh, this next one is actually really good. Sorry, it's a little long, but um, Sorry. it's uh, it's it's good. You want to read this one? Sure. Once? Hello, Control Point, Homie T23 here. I'm an Xbox user. That was parenthetical, by the way. <laughs> and I started listening to your podcast around episode 50. Awesome episode, BTW. That was a parenthetical as well. Nice. Uh, and I then started listening to your earlier podcast and kept thinking of all the things you guys wish for that actually came true uh, in a number of TF2 updates. But that's beside the point. I have a question for you that goes a little something like this. Hit it! That was awesome. I know, I know. You actually wrote that. Yep. Uh, the hosts of the infamous <laughs> podcast called Control Point are preparing for yet another episode of the podcast on yet another boring, untime-related day. But out of nowhere, a time portal opens up right before the brave host's eyes. Spencer got a mini portal, too. That was parenthetical. Daring, crazy, and smexy as he may be, Eric stepped forward into the portal without any second thoughts. The other control point host screamed for him to come back, but it was too late. Eric was sucked in. Was that parenthetical? No. Oh. No. <laughs> then Brent jumped in too after Eric and his uh, schmexy ways. Spencer, not standing Wes's presence any longer, jumped in too. Then, from sheer loneliness, Wes jumped in. All four hosts spiraled through the time portal and landed on the date October 30th, 2007, their first podcast of Control Point. Now the question is, since you're from the future with a complete library of knowledge, what one thing would you tell yourself during your first podcast? Don't move to South Carolina. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. Um, I, I figure, you know... I don't know what's up with all this what-if business. I actually um, invented a time machine, and I'm going to go back right now. Okay. Eric, I'm from the future. I came here to tell you something very important. It will change everything. It will change the way you host and produce Control Point. What? Are you telling me that you're me from the future? What year? I've come from the year 2009. We're actually in the middle of recording episode 96. 96? Wow. We made it to 96 episodes? So we're going to record this stupid show for two more years? Yep. And check this out. Robin Walker told me personally that he and others from Valve listened to this show since the very beginning. 
Okay, now I know you're lying. No, really, it's true. You gotta listen to me. I've had enough practical jokes for one evening. Good night, future boy. No, wait, Eric, Eric, the, 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 the bruise, the bruise on your head. I know how it happened. You told me the whole story. You were standing on your toilet, and you were hanging a clock, and when you fell, you hit your head on the sink, and that's when you came up with the idea for the flux capacitor, which is what makes time travel possible. Okay, I'm back, and uh, sorry, no luck. He just didn't believe believe my story. Oh, well. This is heavy, Doc. Oh, my God. All right. The one thing I would say to past Wes... Get your merch in order. Get your merch. <laughs> Start sending off those buttons early. Uh, I, I would have to say, stop those witch class questions immediately. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. What are you talking about? Those totally wrote us through twenty episodes from like forty to sixty. <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, All right. I. That's probably pretty much. We don't have to finish this, do we? <laughs> Come on. That was enough. I want to go hear this again. Like the, <laughs> you want to hear the, you want to listen to the. You need to do those every week, Eric. <laughs> okay. Friday night should be overtime rave night on every server. How you can has rave. One, pick a favorite CP Mac and get it stuck in perpetual overtime by having at least one red and blue stand on the last point. Two, enable drugs for every player. I don't know if that's the correct modder name. If the server even uses, I think that's an SM mod thing. Isn't yeah, it? it is. Anyway. Three, play music of your choice. Four, build a crap load of teleporters and dispensers around the point. Five, party. Overtime, overtime, overtime. (laughs) (laughs) We were just fooling around, but we had a lot of fun. If you want to see a video of what we did, I recorded one. It is at YouTube blank here. Much love, Khalil. P.S. Wes is my favorite host. Go Wes. Hey, wait a second. We don't play favorites. Go Wes. What is up with that? I don't sit there and go, hey, Clyde Frog's the best community. Go Wes. Johnny Napalm is the best server admin. He is pretty baller. Go (laughs) Wes. All right. I mean, Mr. Eagle. That's what I mean. So I I say thank you, Khalil, but apparently you don't like any of us. I mean, I can't. You know, screw off. (laughs) So I'm going to link to this in the show notes. It's it's exactly what they said. They're uh, having a little... uh, Rave action, so like a light switch rave, but with yeah. control points. Yeah, it looks pretty fun. I think it would it would serve better as maybe um, in the discotheque, maybe. In, yeah, um, in cyberpunk. <laughs> would, would, would there be a spy cyberpunk there? In a while. What do you say, Spencer? Would there be a spy there? There would be. Awesome. Spy in the discotheque. All right. We, um, we need to do a video for that. Yeah, we do. Let's do it right now. <laughs> You know, instead of doing that right now, I say... After dark. I say we play this. Hey, CP. Ifrit here. My question this week is this. Do you think games could ever be considered as art? See ya. Absolutely. Is art? Is art. (laughs) Absolutely video games are art. I I think they are already considered that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Art. I mean, mean, there are games like Braid. I mean, Braid is just art. You know, I mean, everything about it is artistic. I actually have a lot of theories about this that I'm not going to go into right now. Thank God. Brent will be like, oh, my God, Spencer won't shut up. But um, I think we've got a long way to go. I I will agree with you there. But I think that there's a lot of things that have really I mean, I think Dragon Age is art. I mean, the game you don't No, I don't. 
every I think it's entertainment. I think that the problem is that, um, and, and and this is just my personal opinion. I think people confuse graphics with art um, quite frequently. I'm I'm not even sure. I com- I think Braid in some ways has some artistic themes to it, but I wouldn't call it a work of art by any stretch of the imagination. I think we got a long way to go before we really get there. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, most MMOs they have in, you know, it's an art director and it's usually a guy who can paint and actually do art, you know, and that's where I they mean, get their box at, covers and, yeah. and all the art for the game books I of art. That, wow. It, has just tons of art. I mean, I think paintings. that games incorporate art, but I think, can you call a game a work of art? I don't really think we've gotten there yet. The thing I, I learned in art appreciation is that, uh, art is, uh, a medium to help bring empathy to other people. It helps you understand the human condition in other people. And I absolutely think that video games can do that. Well, I mean, I think any kind of media then is art. This podcast is art. A movie is art. A song is art. A, a poster, a sticker, anything that you look at that's not utilitarian, I guess, is like art. Is that, is that right? I, I, well, I'm not sure that art. This is art. This See, I, 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 my thing is until games reach a point where they're doing something that no other medium can do and 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 elicit motion emotions in a way that can't be done in films or books and honestly in a lot of cases done better in films and books and music but why would you like say i, I mean like i don't know why they can't compete in the same space like the first time i played EverQuest or, you know, an MMO and walked into like a zone with a full vista of the, it was just amazing and breathtaking. Yeah. And it's, I like, I don't see how that can't be considered art. I mean, if a good landscape can be considered art and it is, then why can't when you walk over that hill in oblivion and the sun is peeking over the mountain and you look out and you go, this is beautiful. And whereas a lot of times a painting is just a perception of a real thing and it's art, this was an entirely created world. Everything here was generated for this one scene. And you know who was in charge of that? The art department. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I don't disagree. I think that on a, on, a, on a deeper level, though, I think that I want to see the interactivity become the, the art. That's what I want. I want to see, you know, somehow the gameplay itself be that thing. Um, when I think of seeing something and it being beautiful, that's, you know, I, I, I can definitely see your point, but it's not unique to games, in my opinion. And whether or not that's art, you know, that may be, you know, either way. I just don't, I, I think that we have so far to go that I'm not really willing to say that we're, we're even near that point yet but so. but i mean i think there's even just an art to building a good game i mean that's just kind of how it is there's a game that can be sucky and have the same visual pictures as a game that is the best game you've ever played or even the best game you ever played may have the worst graphics but the art that was made in just the game design of that it, to me is is another form of art you know it's like well i, I mean like left movie- for dead moving people through a you know, the whole game by lighting techniques to me that there was an art to doing that, right? Yeah. There's art to, um, building the, 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 uh, characters and transformers too, but I also wouldn't call transformers a work of art. Oh, I would. I, okay. Yeah. That's where we and go bots. Well, but I, I think go bots are a better. But work do, of art do you think that architecture can be art Spencer? Yes. 
Well, see that I look at I look at some of this stuff as architecture. See, and I think there's a big difference between building something in real life and building it out of polygons. I think that you have to look at the level of effort that goes into it as well. And and when I see a beautiful cathedral in real life, it has so much more presence and impact than anything I've ever seen in a game. Even though I have seen stuff in games that like Brent said, have made me kind of go, whoa, that's cool. It's, it's, it's not the same thing. What about uh, the perceptions of like dystopian futures, like the claustrophobia inherent with something like portal um, being emulated in things like Sartre's no exit or something like that, that claustrophobic kind of nihilistic thing that can be portrayed in certain ways in these video games. I don't know. I, I still think that there's value there on multiple levels. I'm not saying it's not valuable. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just... I just... I, I think... I think that movies have a Citizen Kane. I think that books have these books that are considered great works of art, not just by people that read books, but by people in general. And I think the same thing is true for poetry, for uh, paintings, for architecture, for music, and I don't think it's true of games. I do not think we have one yet. Well, we're still we're still doing our video games on cave walls per se. We need there'll be a renaissance eventually. Have you guys seen uh, the graveyard? That totally. Or it yeah, was, I've actually I've played the path, which is pretty much the closest thing I'd say to art yet. Yeah, this is um, um, the developers say you know it's an art exper- uh, experiment, but it's basically uh, interactive art, and I had to get it and see you know what in the world they're talking about. It didn't sound much of a, like much of a game, and it isn't. You're an old woman who walks through a graveyard and then sits down at a little bench. And that's it. But if you buy it, that's the free version. If you buy it, um, your little uh, old woman walks to the bench. And it's really nice. She walks really slow, so it takes you a couple minutes to get to this bench. You're um, selling this real well. <laughs> oh, it's, <laughs> well, no, it's I mean, super boring. And it's- but check it out. What, what you get when you buy this game is that when you sit down on this bench, you uh, eventually die. Yeah, that my friend. No, I mean, I think, I think, and and that's um, Tales of is the name of the company, and they also made this game called The Path, which is more of a game than that. Oh wait, I think Um, I played that, and it's it's sort of a riff on the uh, Little Red Riding Hood story, and you play a one of several girls, and your goal is to go to your grandmother's house, and it tells you to stay on the path, and you can just run through and run over the path and stay there. And you'll be done with the game in about three minutes. And then it tells you you <laughs> failed. So by doing the things that it tells you to do, you fail the game. Only by disobeying the rules can you succeed. And by succeeding, eventually, you die. So I, I think that that, you know, when you start... <laughs> I hope that has an M rating because my kids are never going to touch that. <laughs> well, no, and there's there's themes in it like implied rape and stuff too. So it's definitely not a kids game by any stretch of the imagination. Well, there was that. There was also that game. What what was it called? Where you played the spy and it was all done in really blocky art. Remember, we we played it. Um, you and I did. Oh man, I forgot what that was called. And we were going to do a daily gamer on the it. ship. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, but it was and it, and basically the, like at the end. Yeah, at the end, there, there's a plot twist, and it, it has this kind of moment, and you're like, holy cow, th- this is not what I thought I was playing, Yeah, you know? I wish you could remember the name of that, though. Braid? No. No, it wasn't Braid. But, it, but I, I mean, yeah, there, there's good stuff there. But we should probably move on. We're, we're 
True. Well, let's move on. Let's let's pick things up. Let's get speedy and fast, and let's really get this rapid. Right after the break, the quick fire question round. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm so pumped. Turns out if I just jump around a couple times, I'm a little bit more energetic. <laughs> so yeah, the last one, last drop of the fire was a little train wrecky, I guess. I need to pull my mic closer because it's on top of my computer now, and now it's next to me. Let me talk us through all this. Okay. Let's uh, get this show on the road, shall we? First um, question. Oh, what's the order? Was good trip or good times? Good times. Really? Why don't we question after? my question? I'm going to come on there and beat you. worst heavy impersonation goes to me. <laughs> uh, me. La, 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 la. Is it? It's like a terrorist. <laughs> is it really just you, me, and the dance floor? Uh, uh no. And no. the spy on the discotheque. Yeah, and Spencer's here, and he's shaking his ass. I see you, baby. Which is baller her? State of the server or Johnny Napalm? Johnny State of the server. Nice. <laughs> CPCon Canada or CPCon Tupperware party? <laughs> CPCon Las Vegas, baby. Yay! Baby! Ballin' Tupperware party. Suck it, Wes. Or suck it, Wes. Suck it, Wes. <laughs> oh, wait, no, the other one. Suck it, Wes. Boy, he gave you a lot of time for that one. Suck it, Wes. Pyro I think you need more. Meet the announcer. Uh, meet Pyro. I have no interest in the announcer at all. Yeah, she's a whore. You don't like what her? What if the announcer is the Pyro? She's good as a voice. I don't dun, dun, dun. Warfare 2. No dedicated servers. Yay or nay? You know, I've been playing it, and I don't really care that there aren't dedicated servers. No, I don't care. Good answer. Great Ash Williams would be almost as great Spencer. I don't really give a comparison. I'm going to go Spencer. Yeah! Anything but Ash Williams. Well, I didn't say that. I love Ash. <laughs> Which Beatles song do you prefer? Choose me. All you need me, is love me. or hello, goodbye. Oh, man, that's a tough one. I'll have to think about that for another 13 minutes, 14 minutes, maybe. <laughs> I'll have it down by nine minutes. Heavy medic Five? or heavy sandwich combo? Heavy medic. <laughs> sandwich. How many feathers are in the headdress? I don't care. <laughs> yes. It's, it's existential, like how many angels on the head of a pin? Just as amazing as I imagined it. <laughs> New game type or class update? Class game type. <laughs> nice. Do you think the hosts would be able to get a ugh, get along yes. long enough to survive a zombie apocalypse? Ooh, that's a rough one. Feels you. I want to say yeah, but probably not. I think probably we would not. be fine as long as we were all armed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I found a shotgun. Wes is dead already. What is the airspeed <laughs> of an unladen demo man? <laughs> African or European? <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> nuts. nuts. 
<laughs> Sniper or jellyfish? Whoa. 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 Sniper would shoot Wise the jellyfish. Wise choice. If a crocket could rocket, how much rocket would the crocket rock? <laughs> That's off the chains, nachos. <laughs> the answer is seven. It's always seven. So, uh... Charlie out. Has the chief been mentioned yet on the podcast? Yeah, a few times. <laughs> the chief, the chief, the chief, chief, chief. Drink. <laughs> Knock, knock. Who's there? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Is the person you got for Santa... Is the person you got for Secret Santa going to be lucky this year? Um, The person that I get for Secret Santa is going to get a box of poop. I'm lucky. He's lucky. (laughs) The banister's lucky. (laughs) A box of poop. Awesome. And now, finally, a club sandwich or a BLT. Club sandwich. Yeah. But a wise choice. And that was the last question of this rapid fire. Now we go on to our most important special thanks. Special thanks go out to Johnny Napalm, Snuggernaut, Bullet Storm, Mr. Eagle, Del B. Delboy Dylan, Delboy Dylan, Zombie Death, Jazz, The Googleplex, Joe Wigglypuff, J Man of Doom, Lifty, Rubiximus, Uncool, The Great KDB, and Brilliant. K thanks, bye. Well, Is I- it weird that that's becoming my favorite part of the show? No, not at all. It's uh, getting better. It's uh, that that was an excellent. That, that, I think that's our best one yet. I like the twists in there. Yeah, that was good. Now, I had a hard time concentrating because while we're doing that, Freckles sends me this, this, uh, this I don't know what you would call it, like a Naked picture wrapped in a uh, something. Anyway, it just says Saxton Hale equals hot <laughs> And it's true. Do the letter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow, really? And thank that you, really Freckles. Works. I didn't know that. Cool. She's got a dirty mind. <laughs> she fits right in. <laughs> Look at me! Presenting Player of the Week! Now I am King of Team! Uh, you know, I wanted to give it to Rasputin. We were going to have him on the show, and uh, I totally didn't... I wasn't prepared, I guess. I should have gotten him. We'll have to get him next time, but... You know, he's just been a he's he's an awesome dude. He's been around since uh, forever, and uh, he's got the most played pyro hours that I know of. And we played a lot last Friday and had some fun. And I was trying to get him to come go to CPCon, but you know, he he's, is he going to? No, he's far away. He's got. Oh know, my God, Rasputin sucks. Where does he live? He's, he's married with children. Uh, you know who else sucks? Johnny Napalm sucks because he's not coming either. What I offered, I offered to sell plasma. To get Johnny Napalm here, he's like, "Oh, I'd have to ask my wife." I'm like, "No, you don't. I'm selling plasma for you." Uh, all <laughs> I know is there's a reason why God invented 401ks, and it's to take out money to go to CPCon. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, Sassy Rassy, uh, this week you are the player. 
of the week. And, you know, Eric told me, he's like, you know, we've never had Rass on. I was like, no, we've had Rass on. We've had to. But I think it may have been Left for Dead or the, the podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we got to get him on for a full show. Totally. All right. Let's go to Surveillance. Surveillance. So this was sent in by Magmaspire. It's a Rocket Jump Waltz piano rendition video. Very nice. Little piano tune there. Uh, also sent in from Torchmaster. Uh, this is, uh, let's see, I happened to stumble onto a, a few videos on YouTube made by Mr. Christian Mal- Malazart, who makes some very interesting videos on basic and advanced tactics in Team Fortress 2. The first one I found was Tactical Engineering Teleports. Next, I saw a very interesting one that he may or may not dis- disprove. That may or may not disprove. Let me just say that a few, a few more times. Disprove. Wait. May not disprove. May <laughs> or may not disprove <laughs> what, what we thought. Do that. <laughs> Wait. Um, may not dispro- disprove. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if this may not blah blah. Anyway. The, uh, there are fantastic videos on basic and advanced ta- uh, tactics. And it's a couple of videos. I'm going to put those in the show notes. Really Sweet. good stuff there. And uh, moves us on down to shout outs. Shout it, shout it, shout it out loud. Got to have a podcast. Yeah. Come on. Little kiss action. No one knows this. I was not a kiss fan. (sighs) Kiss sucks. All right. What? (laughs) Holy crap. Kiss is awesome. Shout out from Headshot. You and Friendly Fire are my favorite voices in the world. Excla- oh my god, there's like nine exclamation points on Yeah, that. and world is capitalized. Yeah. Every and, letter. And you forgot something. Ah! Ah! Shout outs. Okay, so we got a shout out from Headshot. You and Friendly Fire are my favorite voices in the world. Wow, there's a lot of exclamation points on that. And all the letters in world are capitalized. And you wow. and you may or may not disprove that we Di- Wait, disprove? Yeah. May not disprove. <laughs> so, what we've wait, disproved? thought for the Wait, not disprove what? Oh, we got to get that flux capacitor working. Yeah, no. <laughs> this this means again. this means that he likes our voices better than James Earl Jones, which I um, frankly do not believe. This is CP. That was nowhere near close to. <laughs> Shut up. And we got a shout out to the last 10 people who gave us iTunes reviews. Base Jumper, Lord Maverick, Dr. Uber, Rafflecopter, Black Knight 452, Edder 30, Raptor, King of the Ozone, The Henshina Jojo, Silver Mesa, and Queest 170. Queest, Q-W-E-A. Well, see how it's spelled on the keyboard. Oh, Q-W-E-A-S-D. Real easy to type there. So and apparently you. there's 169 other people who had that same one. I know. <laughs> That's baffling, because there's no pattern with 170. Uh-huh. Yeah. So thanks to all of you leaving iTunes reviews. They're, and that uh, means that uh, if you were to leave an iTunes review, then you might be mentioned as one of the last 10 people. Indeed. Well, or if you, uh, you know, go pay 10 bucks and become a sponsor. That works, That's too. another way, yeah. That is correct. There are so many ways for you to get mentioned on the show. And you're not supposed to mention the price. Most of them involve us. Week? Oh, I didn't think giving so. Us money. One million dollars. And 20 bucks, you can get it twice. <laughs> oh my God, can we hurry up? Because I really have to. Have to All right. That's what she said. So, said I um, again, let's uh, say what up to our gangsters over at uh, lowpings.net. 
Those are our diggers. East side. Control Point's official TF2 servers are hosted with servers from Lopings.net. We just lost a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do this all wrong? No, that's awesome. Uh, so if you're what looking for, for good, cheap, 100 ticks game servers, you need to go check out Loping. Well, it, you, it may or may not be Loping. I mean, we may... We can't oh, disprove. It could disprove... It may or not. 100... Um, <laughs> yeah. What di- disprove? Wait. Yeah, that's right. Not disprove. <laughs> Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just just search for Dead Workers Party and find us and subscribe. Uh, we should have a link somewhere, too, on the front. Deadworkers.com slash network. Yes, network. Also, stick around at the end of the show here to, to listen to a new TF2 parody from Fraulein. Her song is called Replay Dust Bowl. You know what? You know what, guys? You know what? I love you guys. I love you, too, man. I, 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 I'm okay with you. I am so excited about the holidays. A lot because I get to see you guys in person, wow. away from a podcast mic. That wow, that is pretty just, cool. Well, we're ending you know, on a loving note. That really sucks because my entire Halloween garb and or, or holiday garb involves wearing a microphone at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know that's down in the lower region, not in your face. Heyo, that's where my mic's going, Barry. <laughs> Now at the end of another episode of Control Point. Victory! Every one of you deserves a medal! A podcast brought to you by the Dead Workers Party. See the show notes and leave comments for this episode at controlpoint.deadworkers.com or leave us a voicemail at area code 256-513-4772. Al Wiedersehen! CP, everybody who's listening to this. My name is Fraulein, and I'm going to do a rendition of Eat Your Brains, which I've titled Replay Dust Bubble. This is my first TF2 parody track. It's sort of a prototype since my voice is diabolically unsuited to this song, quite clearly. So if anybody ever feels that maybe they'd like to re-record it, maybe they want to redo it, switch around some of the lyrics, then absolutely be my guest. This is just kind of the brainchild of a night of inspiration. In any case, here you go, and the backing track credit goes to a wonderful guitarist on YouTube by the name of Paul R. Potts. So if you want to go and listen to his guitar backing, go and check him out because he is absolutely fantastic. And I really couldn't have done this without his because there are no other guitar backings on YouTube that I found that were really suitable for this. So anyway, to the song. Hey, reds, it's blue from the spawn point across the map. Good to hear you, buddies. How've you been? Things have been okay for me, except the spy that backstabbed me. Look, the pyro just been in. I think I speak for all the blues when I say I understand. Why you reds might hesitate to 
hands But here's an FYI You're all gonna die burning All we wanna do is play dust bowl We're not unreasonable I mean no one's gonna play too for All we wanna do is play dust bowl We're at a CP here And I'm at the top of the board When we finally respond Quit, guys, but is this really your plan? Spend your whole time camped outside our spawn. Maybe that's okay for now, but soon we'll have a new recharged. Then you'll all be dead and gone. I'm not surprised to see you set up a sentry farm. Just remember that our demo's gonna take them out like a charm. The point and then we'll rocket jump our way over all we want to do is play dust bowl. We're not unreasonable, I mean, no one's gonna play too far. All we want to do is play dust bowl. We're at a CP here and our men top of the board. When we finally respond, we'll all come outside to play dust I'd like to beat you reds in any way I can I sure appreciate the way you're working with me I'm not an enemy reds, well, technically I am I guess I am Got another clan match reds, maybe we could wrap it up I'm sure we'll cap this next CP somehow Meanwhile, I'll report back to my colleagues who are slaughtering your team, and we'll push ahead for now. I see your dispensers don't take to spice up in that well. Better fix them up or we'll backstab you all to hell. We'll put this thing to bed when our scout bashes your heads open. All we want to do is play dust bowl. That's our new file, so we should be somewhat synced. Okay. All right, hey. So you want me to do the sponsors? Are you going to cry? No. Then yes, you can do the sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Then maybe I will cry. <laughs> <laughs> then you can't do the sponsor. I bet I can. <laughs> we can go <laughs> for another episode. hour without it's recording. Sponsored by Joe Hills. <laughs> You don't want to make it sound like the sponsors raped you. It's just not good. It's not good PR. Dead Workers Party Network. Feeling your ass until you tell us you like it.